Stand up, Nuggets Nation. It's now time for the Mile High Hoops Podcast with Zach By, Presented by Superbook Sports. On your home for the most Nuggets content. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. What is up and welcome to another edition of the Mile High Hoops Podcast. As always, I am your host, Zach By, And as always, I appreciate you spending a sliver of your very busy day with me here on the pod. Reacting to the NBA draft. At the time of recording, it's Friday morning. Last night was the draft. And I know for a lot of Nuggets fans, myself included, uh, thought that there would be a little bit more fireworks. Thought there would be a little bit more intrigue uh, than what we got. Than the very... um, Some would say stagnant approach to the draft. Uh, You know, as I was leaving work uh, yesterday, I was going down the elevator uh, with one of our coworkers, Will Peterson, and I said, uh, we're on the elevator, and I said, man, I'd be shocked if we come to work tomorrow and both Monte Morris and Will Barton are on the roster. I said, I'd be shocked because that's what we were sort of – led to believe that there was some that there was some big shakeup that uh, the quote from Josh Kroenke that Calvin Booth has shown an ability to make ruthless decisions that uh, it's championship or bust that was a lot of uh, the verbiage that was used here in the last month and admittedly it is hard to look at the Nuggets draft and say oh yeah there's the piece that's going to put this team over the top I think a lot of uh, fans in Nuggets Nation was assuming that maybe the 21st pick uh, would be dealt um, and not there selecting Christian Brown from Kansas. And we're going to talk about, you know, who these guys are here in a second. So, you know, and, and, and you make that trade, uh, you know, the J. Mike trade, and, you know, you take a step back as the smoke uh, dust is clearing a little bit here, and, and, and you just hope that that wasn't just a salary dump because you basically got $8 million off your books. And I hope that that's not where we're at here um, in terms of uh, the aggressiveness of, of what we were led to believe uh, the Nuggets were going to approach this offseason with. So the, the offseason is not done. I, I don't, this is not going to be a freak out sky is falling um, a podcast here. The offseason is not done, okay? Uh, trades still can be made. Trades can be made even during the season. But at least right now, what I know, and just the knowns here, I think that Calvin Booth might be okay for now. And again, I'm totally speculating, but I'm trying to draw from some of the evidence we have to work with here. I I think that he may be okay with going into the season, trying to re-examine the group that was not into focus here for the last season and a half. I I think his approach might be, look, the big moves, a big move will come a little bit later. But before that, I want to see what we have first. I don't want to overreact because we weren't in the championship final um, a few weeks ago. That that he wants to see what the group looks like, you know, what it looked like post-Aaron Gordon trade, pre-Jamal Murray injury. And I can't fault him, but at the same time, it sounded like the tone uh, leading up to the draft that we were going to have some sort of some sort of shakeup. So I know a lot of people are a little bit confused. Um, I'm I'm kind of like got one foot in that camp. 
Um, but at the same time, uh, we got a lot of time left here. And j- just because um, just because it didn't come on draft night, uh, I don't want to over overreact. And at the same time, I want to look at a guy like Christian Brown and say, okay, what what can Brown do for you? Right? Like I, I actually uh, am probably a little bit more bullish on the Christian Brown pick than most Nuggets fans. I saw on social media last night some people were saying, like, oh, here's the Tyler Lydon pick again. No, I don't, no, 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 no. I'm not willing to go there. Okay. Not willing to go there. They, those two things are not the same. I was on the air, and I've shared this story. I was on the air back in, I think it was 2018, was that draft? 2017? Whatever. I was on the air with Sandy Clough, and when that pick came through, I had watched nearly every game of Tyler Lydon's career at Syracuse, you know, coming from upstate New York before I came here. And I said, on the air, within a minute and a half after the pick was selected, if that guy's on the court for you this year, you're probably in trouble. Um, this is not that, okay? Christian Brown, let's just start with him. I'm going to spend the most time on him. Uh, the 21st overall pick from Kansas, all right? This is a, 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 a bigger wing, six foot seven. He's 21 years old, about 200, between 210 and 220 uh, in terms of a weight. This is a three-year player, a mature player, a two-year starter at a Blue Blood program. All right, a guy who last year, I believe, was the second leading scorer for Kansas the season to go 14 points a game. He's a good rebounder. He's, he sticks his nose in there on the glass, both ends, six and a half rebounds per game, shoots about 50% from the field. And there, you, you, the, the, the phrase that gets um, tossed around with, um, with uh, Christian Brown, and I heard Jay Billis say it last night, I saw it uh, leading up to the draft in my draft prep, um, is that he's a, you know, Jack of all trades, master of none, right? And 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 that's pretty accurate. There's not one thing um, that Christian Brown does that's like high high level, and that's the 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 singular reason he was drafted. He's not like a he's not a specialty player. That's not who he is. But he is pretty damn good at most things on the basketball court. My favorite attribute after watching this kid for years, and and that's what I like about. You know, uh, 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 that's what I like about this evaluation because I've had eyes on Christian Brown for a long time. This is not necessarily, um, you know, uh, say Jalen Williams from Santa Clara. Now, you, you can do your work on, on, on Jalen Williams, but I'm just saying Santa Clara is not on your TV as often as Kansas was on my TV for the last two, three seasons. Um, this dude's tough. I think that's my favorite attribute about Christian Brown. He's freaking tough. The willingness to compete. And you can't put like a stat uh, or quantify that characteristic, but be sure that in the Nuggets evaluation, that sticks out. All right. He's a tough player. He's mentally tough. Uh, He's a capable three-point shooter. You see, he's got a natural shooting motion. And I think that's important. We talked about this with Zeke Naji coming out uh, a couple years ago. Like with a natural shooting motion, that's just a fundamental building block that you can go from, you know, a a capable three-point shooter to a solid three-point shooter. Not sure he's ever going to be some, you know, high-level great three-point shooter. But being a solid three-point shooter at his size and and his willingness to defend, I think that's – I think that's something, um, a, a good base, right? He improved his three-point shooting from 34% two seasons ago up to 39% year over year. That's market improvement, guys. Now, he does have cold stretches, all right? He, he's, he's a college kid, but he hasn't fully, um, this has not been his job, right? Like it will be now. So I like the base that he has to work with. Let me just say that. Um, I also like 
uh, the fact not just that he was at a blue blood program, but a blue blood program that knows how to win. And that guy was a big part of that. This is a national champion. All right. This is a guy that was, you know, uh, uh, competing at a high level in the you know, Big 12 tournament, got named, you know, all Big 12 tournament team. He was named all Midwest regional team in the NCAA tournament, hit some big shots when everything was on the line for Kansas. And I just, I like that pedigree. All right. Um, this is a guy in Christian Brown who is probably like, I guess you have to go guy for guy in terms of in, in, in the first round of like guys who are ready to, to contribute. He's, I think he's in the camp of guys that will contribute um, in their rookie season. How much? Not sure. Um, but I, I wouldn't doubt that guy, you know, maybe playing 12 to 14 minutes a night. He's got good size, not great size, good strength, not great strength, good athleticism. Uh, you know, and bordering on great, but n- not in terms of NBA athlete. But this is a guy who at the at the combine uh, measured his his vert at forty inches. So, he, I mean, he can flush. If you watch Kansas, if he gets a step on you, he's going to try to throw it on your head. Um, he's got a good feel for the game, and and if you watch him, you see this. Whether it's in transition, he runs with a purpose. Uh, he he cuts off the ball, which would bode really well playing with Nikola Jokic. He's not a flashy player. Okay. Um, I like that, though. He, he's just effective. And like I said, he competes like hell on defense and on the glass. By the way, the more you dig into Christian Brown, this is a mature kid as well. Okay? I heard from one uh, scout who said that he had, uh, had been following Christian Brown since his sophomore year of high school and said that this is a guy who is not going to fall into the traditional NBA trappings. Right? This is not a guy who's going to you know, blow his first paycheck on a chain. This is not a guy who's going to be out on the road every single night uh, because he's feeling this sort of freedom with money in his pocket for the first time. I think this is a guy who's got a, a focus, all right, and I like that. I, I, I like that. Now, he's not a perfect player, right? Uh, he's far from it. Uh, some of the weaknesses, he needs to be more consistent, you know, shooting, whether it's from three and from the mid-range in particular. Um, probably needs to develop a, a shot that is not a, a dunk uh, the, the the shot in between a mid range shot and a dunk or a layup, right? Probably need to develop um, that uh, you know a floater, you know, to a certain degree. So you know, stepping up in size and athleticism in this league that he's going to be a part of, he's probably going to need that. You're not going to be able to you know finish over guys every time like he did or, or tried to do in the Big Twelve. Um, he he probably needs to develop a better package of moves. If you if you um, uh, put the tape on, you see that like he he lacks. Um, how do you say like a like a secondary move? If he gets his straight line drive cut off, he's probably either passing the ball or going into a bad shot. So he's going to need to work on that. Um, doesn't have great length, you know. His wingspan compared to his his height, um, his wingspan I, I saw measured at just you know six foot six and a half. Uh, that's that's not great, you know, for a, a, a guy who's considered a bigger wing in the NBA. Um, as as compared to a guy like you know Peyton Watson, who we'll talk about here in a minute, um, who's six foot eight and has a seven foot wingspan. Um, but uh, yeah, you know this might be Christian Brown might be um, actually a really good fit for the Denver Nuggets over the next two to three seasons, and you, and you may even see it in year one. Now, I wouldn't be shocked if he's not getting a ton of burn because Michael Malone has just operated a certain way with young players. 
We saw a little bit of a departure from that with Bones Highland, um, but he might have got his hand forced there a little bit. We'll see how he handles Christian Brown. But I, I think in terms of like the general sentiment I saw online, I think I'm a little bit higher on Christian Brown than than most. But ultimately, like all these guys, you know, time is going to have to tell. Uh, where time will really have to tell is with Peyton Watson, who the Denver Nuggets took uh, with, uh, w- well, really a trade with Oklahoma City uh, at the at the 30th pick. Peyton Watson, six foot eight, two hundred pounds. He was just a freshman. He's just a kid. He's a, he's a teenager. Um, he was born exactly one year after nine eleven. He was born on nine eleven two thousand two. Comes out of Beverly Hills. Played at uh, his his prep at uh, a Long Beach Polytech uh, High School out there in California. This is you're betting you're betting on this guy's pedigree, guys. This was a five star kid, McDonald's All American kid who was recruited a, a, by you know uh, Gonzaga, by Arizona, by Michigan. I mean the list goes on. But the big hang up here is this guy didn't produce. In his one season of college basketball, uh, Bobby Marks of ESPN said Peyton Watson's three points per game is the lowest point per game total of any first round pick ever. It's like, wow. Um, Yeah, three points a game, three rebounds a game in 13 minutes a game at UCLA. He shot just 32% from the field, just 23% from three. So as I said on Twitter last night, like there's raw and then there's this. But there's also context to this. This is a guy who committed to UCLA, a team in the Bruins who returned almost everyone from a Final Four team. So to, you know, crack Mick Cronin's, you know, lineup when you're trying to win and expectations are huge, that's tough. And he's raw. So he didn't go to like a developmental situation, but he's got great physical tools. I mentioned seven foot wingspan. This guy's got a chance to be a really good defender in the NBA, maybe an elite defender if he can put it together. The physical tools are there, okay? If you look at the per-minute rate, he had strong per-minute rates in blocks, steals, and rebounds. So you hope that, you know, through the de- developmental process, some time in the G League, he can develop, um, you know, into a, a, a high-level wing defender uh, in this league. I'm not expecting Peyton Watson to be averaging double figures anytime soon. Like, seriously, like the next, you know, seven years, he could be a nugget, and I wouldn't expect him to average, you know, 11, 12 points a game. Maybe he'll prove us wrong, though. Maybe he'll prove us wrong. But that one is going to be a, that, you know, that's a project. That's a project. That's a piece of clay that you're going to ch- try to chisel out, um, you know, something, something great, hopefully. But I wonder if years from now, if we look back and say, wow, you got him with the 30th pick. That was the perfect place for a flyer on Peyton Watson, a former five-star blue blood, you know, blue chip rather, um, considered talent uh, who just didn't put it together at UCLA. Uh, Ishmael uh, Comigate, uh, foot eleven, you know, um, uh, French kid, uh, played for Paris. Uh, they, they, uh, the Nuggets did a trade with the Blazers with the 46 overall pick. I don't know a ton about him. I'm not going to act like I do. Uh, he had a good workout in Denver. He's reportedly uh, a good shot blocker, a good pick and roll uh, rim runner, uh, played for Paris uh, basketball in the LNB Pro A League this past year. He averaged 11 points, six rebounds, a block and a half, shot 65% from the field. We're not going to see him anytime soon. This is a draft and sash scenario. Um, so, you know, maybe we'll talk about him a little bit down the line as we learn a little bit more. But he's not uh, really on um, this coming season's radar, and maybe not even the year after. Um, and then Colin Gillespie, you know, they signed to a two-way contract. I like Colin Gillespie uh, out of Villanova. Tough. Uh, he's undersized. Uh, he, he's he really, again, much like Christian Brown, like my favorite part about him is he's tough. But, again, he's going to take uh, some time uh, as well.
All right, that's uh, my quick uh, synopsis looking at the draft and just some of the um, some of the initial thoughts too at the at the beginning of the pod of what the Nuggets didn't do. A little bit disappointing. Let's hang tight. Let's see what they do, um, and we will check back in next week for uh, after a little bit more film work on these guys, a little bit more expansive um, commentary on uh, some of these guys and maybe uh, have a guest on look at the outlook of some of these guys as well. All right. Hope you guys are doing great. Have a great weekend and we'll check in next week on the mile high hoops podcast.